Hello, everybody. Hockey is back. I am pumped. The jersey is on. It's actually on right now. So if you're joining us live, thank you for dual screening or watching us instead of hockey. I kind of think you might be a little crazy there. I'm going to be going to watch the games after. Um, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. Happy New Year. The World Juniors happened. Today is Elon's birthday, so he's not here. And instead, we have a special guest, Lapper, otherwise known as Aaron. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, you asked me and, you know, it's a pretty, pretty easy yes. We had a different show lined up at first with the Com C and we'll get to that, but was happy to uh, fill in on, on short notice. You know, I'm sort of like David Ayers, like throwing the pads <laughs> on and just like, jumping in. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable talking about cards, so I, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. It's, it's awesome to have you on the 16th episode of the near mint hockey card podcast. We recently hit a hundred subscribers on YouTube. So thank you to everyone that helped us get there. And 16 is a cool number. It's Mitch Marner's number. So all the Toronto fans, there you go. But also it's the number of teams that are going to make the playoffs after this sprint of a season that we've got going and uh, we're going to we're going to get into a little bit of a uh season preview today but before we do that I want to properly introduce Aaron and uh really just hear you know like what's your hockey card story what's your journey when did it start uh what are you up to now yeah well it's a pretty short story it goes back to September but Obviously, um, before that, uh, I collected through the, you know, started collecting in the junk era, you know, the early nineties, I was, uh, 12 without telling my age, but telling my age, I guess. Um, so I started in the nineties with all the upper deck stuff and, you know, the popular Jaeger rookie right now was around. I, I have to look my bottom, my stuff downstairs to see if I, I got one or two of those. I don't feel like I do, but anyways, I was around that time and, you know, me and my friends, it was street hockey um, and hockey cards. And um, that was it. We just street hockey, hockey cards, watching hockey, you know, like you said in another podcast, I was pretty young. So even staying up late to watch hockey wasn't really a thing. Like I, I had to be in bed by 830. So maybe you get to catch the second period and um, and then you're off to bed. But I, I did, I do have this card that, you know, I got a, I got a show. So this is about, I, I have a pile downstairs of stuff, Yeah. but it's, it's the junk, you know, it's kindling, it's, it's no good, but this is sort of the one thing that I have. It will go to PSA to be graded. Um, don't really care what it grades. It is in really good condition, off center on the back, but anyways, this is the one card. So I, I made a trade with, uh, a friend, a good friend of mine, and he still is. I golf with him all summer long, and we play golf on the computer here. Super good friend of mine. But this was like the biggest trade of our lives, huh. and we keep going back and forth in terms of what the actual trade was. I know there was a Brett Hull rookie involved in it, and there were a bunch of other pieces from my side. Um, but he loved Brett Hull. I love Patrick Waugh. This was worth more at the time than Brett Hull, so I had to give him a bunch. But this is what I have left and, you know, a pretty good piece to have. And it means something to me. Yeah, that's a really cool story. Like an actual hockey card trade, which is kind of how it all came 
together, right? Like they call them trading cards for a reason. Um, why don't you just like describe exactly what that card is? What's the number? What's the brand? Oh, Give us sure. Yeah. yeah. So so this is um, a Patrick Waugh, uh 1986 rookie card. Card number fifty three, not thirty three. 53 um but you know i growing up i was also a goaltender so patrick waugh was my favorite player um that's how i became an abs fan actually was i followed patrick waugh and then when patrick waugh left uh montreal so did my i mean i didn't have i was young you know in terms of loyalty but i went to colorado and now i've been loyal with colorado ever since um but a patrick waugh rookie card 1986 uh highly desirable no kidding value value has been skyrocketing they've been doing really well but uh like i said that doesn't mean much to me it's it's more the story of of the card but that's what that is yeah that's yeah. your that's your personal prize possession i think i even mentioned patrick waugh as a potential good investment a few episodes ago when we we're talking about colorado and uh it, yeah like patrick waugh legendary what a great player and that's such a cool story that you, you got him in a trade with a buddy and your buddy's got these other rookie cards that like he probably loves as well. Yeah, exactly. He won and I won. He got the Brett Hull. I, I don't know if he still has that Brett Hull. I'll actually ask him after this. Yeah. Now that I said it and I haven't really thought about it. I wonder if he still has that Brett Hull. But this Patrick Waugh sat in a brick. Yeah. Um, in a brick in my basement and I just pulled it out to put it into the uh, you know, the card saver for a PSA submission, but it's been down there for, oh God, what are we at now? 30 years. Wow. It's been down there. So, yeah, but it's really cool. So that card's been sitting, you were stoked about that when you were a kid. What, like, right. what brought you back to the hockey card world and like, what's been the last few months of action? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll thank COVID, sure. I suppose. For, for getting into it but I actually went back and I was watching the first episodes that you guys did because I'm not sure if I'd watch those yeah. and I, I didn't realize that you were sort of a product of Gary V as well oh yeah <laughs> and you know I've I've been into Gary V for for a while now and and listening and hearing the sports card talk and I was like you know I'm not buying a $20 hockey card like I'm not flipping I'm, I'm it you know it didn't interest me I just totally dismissed it and I, I don't remember exactly what the the turning point was, but at some point I just said, well, I don't know, you know, trading hockey cards seems sort of cool. And um, yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but once I started going, I just, I just went, I made a lot of mistakes and this keep in mind, sorry, I'll just add some time frame. Like this was in September. Like yeah. this was, this was, I believe it would have been, during the semi-final round was when I started collecting. So during the Colorado and Dallas series. Yeah, so um, there actually, there must have been something going on at that point because that's almost identical to when I joined. Like, I, I joined, I right. think, when uh, Philadelphia was still in the mix. So that would have been, like, right after the uh, play-in series. But, yeah, like, I was only, I guess, weeks before you and joining into the hype uh and yeah that's that's when i started as well so that's pretty cool and i guess your was colorado still in it when you when you joined 
Yeah, they were. I, I believe it was the round against Dallas. I don't think I I bought a card prior to that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was right around that time. So your team but, being in it really kind of helped drive your excitement. It. I. I guess so. It, it seems like it feels like so long ago, even though it was so recently. Um. It, I don't remember what it was. I just started buying cards, and I bought cards and I bought cards and I bought cards. And like I said, I, I made a bunch of mistakes. I bought a bunch of junk I got here. That's still has some value. Yeah. Um, I, I bought a bunch of stuff that I shouldn't have. There wasn't real, really focus. I was just excited getting like, I, I was literally getting 10 to 12 parcels in the mail, like whatever envelopes of cards, like every single day, my wife didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> um, and yeah, and now I've I've dialed it in um, through COVID. I've spent a lot of time, you know, um, sort of watching what's going on, observing, looking at cards, you know, watching values, um, doing these things. And and I sort of have a, a system or or what I believe a, an opportunity that I've I've found and how I can make this sustainable. Um, before I kind of ask you about that, what do you remember what the first card you bought was? <laughs> yes this is this is great actually i yeah that was in one of my youtube videos i think i put i'm pretty sure i put that out it was a nathan mckinnon rookie card nice yeah jumbo oh a jumbo <laughs> i paid 300 dollars. okay and and i realized right after um that it was a jumbo i'm like well what's this jumbo thing something didn't seem right and so I figured it out, I messaged a guy and, you know, said, Hey, you know, sorry, I didn't realize this was a jumbo. And he said, no, no. He's like, it's better. It's better that, you know, we do it this way than yeah. we send it to you and then have to deal with sending it back. So no, he, he was really good with it. And then I, uh, the card that I bought after that was a Miro Heiskanen, uh, young gun, nice. obviously watching, watching Dallas against Colorado at that time, I assume. That would be why I'd go that direction. I mean, highly skilled player. Um, yeah, so it was a Heiskanen young guy. That's a good first one. I, like, I have nothing but great things to say about Heiskanen. I think he's only going up from here. So I think you did well. And and I know from all our conversations that you got your McKinnon young guns in the non-jumbo version eventually. Yes, I do. I do have two of those. And yeah, I'm... I'm excited to have those. Okay, so your favorite team is obviously Colorado. You love McKinnon. What's your, like, what are you investing in and, like, what's kind of your strategy that you've come up with? Yeah, so I I fight with this all the time, so I apologize if I'm a little bit scattered. But, I mean, I guess the the investments I, I contemplate are just, more how long I hold these things. So, you know, I have a couple of Kale McCarr future watch autos. Um, yeah. Like, do I sell them now? Are those going to keep appreciating? And and when I say this, I, there's not really context here, but I don't mean appreciating all-time value. Like, like Kale McCarr in 10 years might be worth, you know, tenfold. It, maybe it'll be the same price. We, we obviously don't know that. Um, but... I, I'm looking more short term. So the strategy that that I'm using is um, I have a I sell on eBay as as you do. 
Um, so that's really nice to have a stream of income. I have, you know, daily sales that come and, and bring bits of money in there to, to buy other cards. But the strategy is really around PSA submissions and looking for undervalued um, or underpriced, not underpriced, cards that sell for a high multiple versus the raw, sending those to PSA, getting them graded, getting them back. And then that's just going to allow me to buy other cards, you know, that, that I want that are more expensive. Um, not looking to subsidize income, do any of that stuff, just grow. And as I say on my channel all the time, like it's just having fun. Like that's the part that I enjoy for the hobby anyways. Yeah. It's, it's awesome finding deals. And if you have kind of a strategy, it's, it's great kind of working on it. What's, what's kind of uh, maybe one or two players that their young guns is a good example of like a good buy that, you know, you could, you could buy them raw and their PSA 10 goes for a much higher multiple than say the norm. Yeah. The, the one that pops out to me always is, is Adam Fox, um, Adam Fox, young gun going, you can get it for under $10. Um, and his PSA 10 is selling for anywhere between 150 to $180. So you're looking at, you know, 15 to 18 X. So that, that always begs the question now is the, is the PSA 10 overpriced? Because a lot of PSA 10s go for right around a hundred dollars for cards that are selling at the $10 mark. So that's still 10 times, which is, which is nice, but you know, his going for 150 or is the young gun, the raw card undervalued. Yeah. So regardless, you know, there's an opportunity there. And so, so that one, that one definitely sticks out. I do have a spreadsheet of, you know, all of your sort of top um, hyped, the, the players who get attention, I have a spreadsheet to tell me uh, where people are at that takes manual updating. And it's a little bit of a pain, but you know, again, that's just a little part that I enjoy doing, uh, enjoy doing too. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. And it's, it's important. Like this is kind of like a tip, but like to really like buy cards or buy players, if you can put it that way, that you know the most about. So if you're really laser focused on Colorado because you watch them every night or you've got like a handful of prospects that you're really stoked about, like those are the guys that when you see a deal, you're going to know it immediately and you're like tracking them. So it's this is kind of something that I think, uh, I mean, I've made the mistake of buying a guy just because I've seen him on eBay and gotten excited, but you should really be buying like in your wheelhouse. That's like your biggest opportunity. And I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah, you you had that as um, in the in the show notes that we had prepared, and no, I I definitely agree. Um, that's that's actually something on on Com C too. When I make purchases on Com C, I sort of want to make sure that it's a player who you know I know something about who is going to hold some value. And at the end of the day, if it doesn't sell, I'm okay getting stuck with it. Right. You know, I, I'm not going to be mad that I have all this this garbage, but. You, you know, you, you certainly have to stick to what you know. Um, and again, th this, like we talked about, this is if you're looking at it, if you have some sort of strategy, if you're um, investing, if you're doing those things, if it's just your personal collection, then, you know, ignore all of it yeah. and just buy what looks cool. Yeah. You know, and that's basically what I started doing when I first started buying. I'm like, oh, this McKinnon looks really cool 
probably paying $18 for a $4 card. Like, I don't, I don't know, but um, definitely just put some time in and, and understand, uh, you know, what's what. Yeah. I think putting time in is really important if you're looking to like turn a profit on cards, but yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're looking to collect and you want something for, you know, to put on display, you do you I, like i think the really interesting part about hockey cards is like if you do that and you buy something that's for display and you buy you know a Connor mcdavid rookie card the cool thing is that's going to hold value and if you decide at some point down the road to change what you want to display like it's still it's still got a lot of value where you know other things that might be like art pieces around your house might not right yeah. No, it, exactly. Not going to go wrong buying a Connor McDavid rookie or, you know, any no. of the other, the other big boys. And then what, what you do with it past that is, is going to be on, on you. Yeah. I mean, certainly I think everyone in the world knows that Connor McDavid, his price today is the highest it's ever been. And it's not the top. I mean, I think that's pretty safe to say, um, but that, that doesn't mean that you should hold it forever. And, and that'll depend on, on you, on what you want to do. Yeah, for sure. All right, yeah, let's get into some of the uh, the news, the season. The first thing I wanted to quickly touch on is the World Juniors. Uh, first of all, big congrats to Team USA, who played a stellar, almost perfect gold medal game against a Canada. Yeah, like against a Canada team that was as deep as you could possibly have imagined, minus you know Doc and Lafreniere, but. Yeah, Zegris was outstanding. Knight played pretty much the perfect game. And they they yeah. just played a perfect team game. Um, but yeah, who were some of the standouts to you that you're maybe looking at and following from like an investment perspective as their cards come out? Or maybe they're already out. Yeah, the I, I mean, I was... I, I think Zegris and Cousins were sort of in a league of their own. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone else really, really stood out to me that much. Um, Z, I mean, two completely different games. Cousins is a big body guy and, and seems grindier. Um, this is with the small sample that we've seen. And, and Zebra is being more of a playmaking, re- really good hands, uh, you know, does everything really well, but, you know, world-class. So I, I actually, from fantasy hockey perspective, I got both of them. Um, nice. in a keeper league that I have. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so Zegers and Cousins, to me, looked great. Um, Vili Heinola, I'm in Winnipeg here, so shout out to uh, you Jets fans. Nice. Um, Vili Heinola looked, looked incredible. Remind me a bit of Sammy Gerrard. Yeah. Um, and highly skilled, good puck mover, good footwork, like gets pucks through to the net. He's not Shea Weber, you know, he's not going to do that. Um, But, but uh, you know, from a, from a card perspective, I did go on and buy uh, a chunk of those and um, they, they've gone up from about three bucks when I was buying them up to five bucks now, but Heinel has been sent back. He's been assigned to the moose. So I would expect in, you know, either the near future or over the summer, I'll be able to get that card again for around three bucks. So I wouldn't go chasing Billy Heinel right now. Um, there's, there's no reason, but he, he definitely looked, uh, looked really good. What about you? Who, who'd you like? There was a couple standouts for me. I was really impressed with Peyton Krebs. I could see him having kind of a Jonathan Taze esque kind of career. If he jumps into that Vegas lineup at some point and really is like that, like 
cornerstone two-way guy uh and i don't know whether or not he's got that like same hype level or personality or like you know mr serious type of thing where people are gonna love him to death but he played an outstanding tournament um you know besides that a couple guys on the american team in uh and these are guys like i think cole caulfield is gonna be like hot like he's montreal like people are gonna be all over that card but the one yeah. that I think might be a nice buy low once kind of the hype dies down of Series 2 coming out is uh, Kaliev. That guy was just lighting the lamp. He dropped in the yeah. draft for no reason. I I think that guy is the real deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I mean, I mean Caulfield was expected to do it. You know, yeah. I, I believe his, his history is nothing but scoring goals. Yeah. Um, and you know, so that's expected. So, so that's interesting. I didn't, uh, I didn't catch Kelly so much, but no, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and, and have a look now that you say that. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have the same flash as Caulfield. He didn't have the same flash as Zegris, but that's not really his game. His game is, is more so like the guy that's just, just going to be there to put the puck in the net, like purely sniper. Um, but you know, in the NHL, if like, you're that good at shooting the puck, you can make yourself a living. Uh, you know, like that's goals count. (laughs) Goals count a lot. And especially in collecting cards, you know, goals, goals are everything. If you're putting up 40 every year, it's, it's pretty hard. Although, uh, um, yeah, I have a card in our top three that we'll be doing later in the show. Maybe that's a little teaser, but a guy was putting up 40 goals and not getting any love. So maybe goals aren't everything, but yeah, I mean, it's funny in the hockey car- in the hockey card world. You have to kind of get points. You've got to have a bit of a personality. Uh, sometimes you got to luck into playing for one of the teams that everyone loves. Uh, there's kind of a lot of different things that goes on, and uh, you know, everyone's kind of looking at Pedersen and wondering like, why are his cards skyrocketing? And you know, like he's a very good player. He's he's amazing. But you could look at other guys that are very good and had great seasons. But I feel like his are going higher because he's got this personality on social media. He's doing things. He's, like, putting himself out there. Um, And the fans are falling in love with him, which I think is a key piece. Yeah, like, you have to be when it comes to hockey cards. And it took me a while to learn this, and I'm still coming to grips with it, is you know, you have to be a little bit indifferent and understand that it does boil down to attention, Um, you know, and you have to be getting that attention as much as I love Miko Ratnan. I need other hockey card (laughs) collectors to love Miko Ratnan. You know what I mean? Like, it's not take away and and it's not that he's not a great player and and the other guys as well. There's people in the same boat. Um, But, you know, you you have to be aware of that as a collector, that the attention is what matters. And these prices are going up because other people want them. And that from an investment side, that's, that's where what you want to watch. Um, I, you did make a comment though. Maybe I'll I'll ask you on this. So you, you made a comment. I don't, I don't remember if it was in our discord chat, but you know, sort of actually looking for players that weren't getting all of the attention. Was there someone in mind when you sort of talked about that? Um, I mean, Rantanen's a good example. I think 
when you look like one, two years ago at Leon Dreisaitl on the Oilers and in the media and with everyone you talk to in fantasy hockey or like just fans, people would say, you know, Dreisaitl's riding McDavid's coattails. Similar to Nugent Hopkins this year, actually, where, you know, people are going to be like, he's getting all these points because he's on McDavid's line. Um, And, you know, like, as much as I want Colorado to have a great season, if McKinnon got injured and Rantanen went on, like, a 20-game streak where he carried the team, that might be the best thing, like, ever for his hockey cards. Because people might start realizing this guy's a star on his own. He's not just, like, getting carried by McKinnon. He's actually awesome. Um, And Malkin's being kind of overshadowed in the same way where, like, you know, like, what are you going to do? You got Crosby on the team. (laughs) Right? Well, yeah, I won't. uh, Actually, I'll I'll leave it because I don't want to spoil one of my top threes. So I won't. But I feel there's a similar situation with the player I'm talking about. Um, Well, why don't we get into it? We're going to do our top three picks. Uh, The only criteria is like the price that you can buy them at or that they've been selling at. Uh, today as the season is starting right now it's on uh, and we're looking at what card might increase in value the most from now until the end of the season which is crazy soon <laughs> so it's like a pretty short window yeah um yeah so like who's gonna skyrocket this season uh and i'll let you go first well i'll 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 cheat and I'll I'll take an extra one because I, I think it's he's just an interesting talk sure. piece because I had I had my top three and then um, you know I I took a look at at Nick Suzuki Ooh. you know and there's obviously a couple reasons for that so he had 13 goals in 71 games last year 41 points in 71 um, but he you know 12 goals in junior in 29 games 22 goals in 30 games then he had 42 goals in 64 games 45 goals in 65 games so the guy scores the guy's done it um but what's interesting for him is is he's in montreal so he sort of has that as a catalyst right i mean shipping on ebay i'm sure that you know as much as me 80 percent of my cards go to quebec yeah quebec loves their hockey cards so it, it would be pretty hard, even with Nick Suzuki is at what, uh, right around $100, we'll call it. Um, if he goes off and has a point per game plus and he puts up, you know, 25 goals this year, 20, what, wherever, somewhere in there, it's this $100 is going to be pretty inexpensive for, for that hockey card, I think. Yeah, I like that. And I don't know if there's another guy on their team that is as hyped and also has like room for improvement because you know you can obviously look at Carey Price you can look look at Shea Weber but like all those guys are established like they've done it like Carey Price is gonna be great but like we know that uh like maybe Kotkaniemi is an option but I think Nick Suzuki has higher upside so yeah I think I think that's great you're looking at Canada you're looking at Montreal and yeah, like every like everything I ship goes to Quebec. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's it's really insane. They they love their they love their hockey cards and they love their hockey. And you know, so 
you can't be dismissive of of Montreal players. You know, you got to look for some some opportunity there for sure. Um, but but my pick will go at uh, at number number three here. So I know this is a guy that you guys have talked about yeah. on the show, and um, I'm gonna go with Dominic Kubalik. Nice. Okay. So Dominic Kubalik. Um, Dominic Kubelik is, is just a natural goal scorer. Now he came into the NHL last year at 25. So he's in, you know, an, an older um, young gun. I'm just going to pull up his, his sheet here. So he was in the Swiss league before and the Czech league prior to the NHL, but it, all this guy does too is score goals. Yeah. Like 25 goals in 48 games, 29 goals in 51 games, 16 goals in 20 games, 10 goals in 25 games, 25 goals in 50 games. Then he steps up into, you know, with the big boys and scores 30 and 68. Yeah. Okay. So you can get this card from anywhere between 20 to $35. Uh, again, we talked before the prices are a little bit weird. Like you can still get it for 20, but there's a lot of $35 sales. So right. try and do your best if you're doing it from an investment standpoint and get it close to the $20 mark. Um, but I'm, you know, even at 25 years old, all he's done is score. And, and I like Dominic Kubelik. He's fun to watch. Check out his highlights video. If you haven't seen that it's his skill sets, absolutely impressive natural absolute natural yeah i noticed that watching them last year i see a little bit more of the west coast as i'm sure you do being an oilers fan although that this year it's going to be different um (laughs) but yeah like he just he's got a shot and it's it's hard to it's hard to read it's hard to stop and like you know chicago the one caution i'd have is chicago is looking like pretty depleted right now so that could hurt how well he can do but on the flip side of that like he's gonna be on the ice always (laughs) like yeah you know yeah i may maybe this in terms of of the card value um, I'm not, I mean, I don't know what could happen with it. I, I would be leery at 25 years old that he could turn into a Pedersen at $175. Um, but, you know, there still may be some upside yep. left there. I don't feel like if he does the same thing and scores, well, this year it's sort of weird. What would the number be? What would a 40 goal season be? I guess it'd be about 28 closing on 30 goals or so. Yeah. Um, yep. So you know, can he get 25 plus goals? Like he looks pretty capable of it and, and, and we'll see, but a, a guy, that's why he's my number three, a guy I'll be watching for, but your turn. Enough Boku. Yeah, I like it. Um, I'm going, I'm going to my hometown and you're going to notice a trend with my picks that I won't spoil till the end, but uh, I'm going with my boy, Kyler Yamamoto. I've talked about him a lot on the podcast. Yep. Um, he is going to be stapled to dry saddle at even strength. And he right now has the power play spot on the first power play, which he did not have last year. And last year he was running at a it, it, small sample size, small sample size, but he's running at a 0.97 points per game rate without getting much power play opportunity. So this guy is like, if you haven't seen Yamamoto play much, like he's, he's nuts. He's all over the puck uh turnover machine like just like the energy that the oilers needed and were missing 
and like we didn't know where it was going to come from and it came from this guy that's like how tall is he like five foot eight this card says and five that's, eight. that's yeah. crazy so that means he's five he's probably five six and a half yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i haven't i have a bunch of of yamamoto um i'm i'm a big fan uh yeah, we'll see. And, and what's that card? Do you have a Do you have a price for what that card's at, roughly? Yeah, I mean, so I was buying them at around ten dollars. I think in the last couple weeks, that's really changed. Um, yeah, as people start to realize the opportunity that he's getting, that like that information's been there for Oilers fans. Like we knew what he was getting, but as the rest of the NHL starts to realize that, you know, after tonight and tomorrow when they play Vancouver, and he's on the ice for 19 minutes like this isn't going to be a secret for very much longer and I, I don't even know if it is anymore no i i mean i see yamamoto around enough again what i'm watching for is the attention and whether it's a raz um as soon as a yama card pops up like it's gone like right. people are buying it at um buying it up so so he's getting the attention and yeah definitely a uh a solid card for sure. I got some of my own and I, I hope he's, I hope he's amazing. How, how do you feel this? We didn't talk about this, but, but Ethan bear. Oh, that's, I mean, as an Oilers fan, I, I love Ethan bear. Like he is an yeah. excellent, excellent hockey player. He has exceeded expectations in Edmonton yeah. every single minute. Like he is the guy we're going to rely on this year to be like, he's kind of like an X factor for the team doing well. Now, from like a hype perspective outside of we'll call it oil country, I don't know how far that goes. Like, right? Because you know, first power play is gonna be Barry unless he blows it. Uh, yep. Darnell Nurse probably is number two as far as people paying attention. Um, but Ethan Bear might be the third. Might be the third guy. Yeah, and. He was selling, like I said, I, I grabbed a few of his cards at about two dollars and fifty cents, and they've come up. Yep. Uh, um, what were his at on Com C? I believe they were actually closer to nine dollars yep. now. Um, and I know on eBay they're going for about twenty dollars for an Ethan Barry. So you want to be careful with that price too, because they seem to really range from about the seven dollar mark up to like the twenty five dollar mark. So if you are looking for Ethan Bear. I'd be careful there, but yeah, definitely an exciting player. I was pretty pumped on him last year. A good buddy of mine's an Oilers fan. And I yeah. said, you got to watch Ethan Barry, man. That, like this kid's really good. Yeah. And you know, he messaged, he texted me at some point through the season and said, yeah, well you spotted it because he's good. <laughs> now I'm not, I'm not whatever. I shouldn't, you know, pat myself on the back, but no, he's an impressive kid, skilled player. Yeah. If you want to look even deeper on the Oilers roster and we're down a bit of a rabbit hole here, but Caleb, yeah. Caleb Jones also was kind of thrust into the spotlight last year, and he was also incredible. Like, just an excellent puck mover, um, brother of Seth Jones. So, you know, okay. he's got some pedigree in there. Um, and, uh, like, that guy, I think if he gets opportunity, could be even better than he's shown. That's, like he's got a lot of guys to jump in the roster. So I don't know, like from a hockey card perspective, how far he's going, is, but is he a D man? Like his brother? Yeah, he is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. But so they, he's, they gotta, he's more, they have a pretty good 
13. Oh my god. Yeah. He's, he's like a little <laughs> bit more mobile, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then like before we move on to pick number two, like just sure. just quick shout out to McDavid. If you're buying McDavid, like he's like <laughs> kinda like my number one pick always because like it's just going up. Like it's at yeah, like it's at its highest price right now. <laughs> But it's still probably not a bad buy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah. I just you, you can't go you can't go wrong with Connor. I, I guess I guess the ar- the argument you can make with McDavid is: Would you rather buy now, or do you want to take the shot and wait until the end of the season and buy it? You know, in the the August Septemberish area. Um, yeah. But regardless, just buy one is the ultimate message. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I could see like waiting a month or two to kind of like lose the like beginning of season height. But like what happens if the Oilers go to the Stanley cup final? Like I'm not saying that's happening, but if that happens, like you're never getting one cheaper than what it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're looking at um, around a thousand dollars right now for, for a rock, for a Connor. He's seen, he's seen a nice increase, but yeah, can't go wrong with that. Yeah. All right, give us uh, selection number two. That's funny. The Connor, the Connor is a good segue, <laughs> and so my number, my number oh, two yes. pick is um, is Kyle Connor. So you know, the shout out to the, the Winnipeg Jets. Um, I said, oh, I said that about. I feel like I imagine having deja vu, but that was from the Billy Heinle where I gave the Jets yeah. shout out. Yeah. So Kyle Connor, you know. Um, watch a lot of Jets games here, obviously, because all my friends are, um, are Jets fans and I'm the outcast. I'm, I'm the abs guy and the guy that no one likes watching hockey with, (laughs) but Kyle, Kyle Connor is an absolutely incredible player. You know, he had 38 goals, 71, uh, 38 goals last year in 71 games, beat Patrick Liney, led the team year before that 34 goals in 82 games, led, led the team in goals, beat Patrick Liney. Um, 66 points the season before 73. He was over a point a game last year. He's getting top power play minutes um, with who's on that line. That is Shifley, Wheeler, Connor, Wheeler, Line, and who's up top? Pionk. Uh, I'm not sure, but there's a D man up there. Anyways, he he's getting top power play minutes, but his his skill set is incredible. But it's, it's again, it's one of those things I, I give a caveat because he's just, he's not getting the attention. So when we talked earlier in the show about, you know, ranting in with McKinnon and you have dry with McDavid, you have Patrick Liney who's getting all the attention yeah. right now. Connor's not to me. Connor is a superior player. I don't think that that's even debatable. Um, without getting into it too much, I guess. I mean, we can debate that if you want, but even as a goal scorer, Kyle Connor has been better for the last two years. So, you know, Kyle Connor at $20 um, and he hasn't moved since I started collecting. I was getting him at about $16. He's still to this day, you just go buy all you want for $20. And again, he's just not getting the attention. And I don't know if he will. It's not because he can't play hockey. No, just, just not getting the attention, but I, I would expect this year if he can get above, he was at a point per game last year. If he can get above a point per game and can get into the top 10, top nine, I don't think you're going to have a choice, but you know, he's going to be thrown in people's faces and 
people are going to act like he's having some sort of incredible year when this is really foreseeable for him to to break out and, and get up there. Yeah, I mean, I know we've brought him up so much on the podcast because he's underappreciated. Yeah. Um, Liney is going for, I don't know, it's it must be like like eight times as much money. Uh, that just yeah. threw out a number, but like it's got to be somewhere in that range. And, you know, Kyle Connor is incredible. I, I think it's interesting from the hype perspective. Um, it's kind of similar to my point about McKinnon. Like if Line got traded or, you know, was injured or whatever, maybe Connor gets that bump and people like kind of start paying more attention. Um, but at the same time, like Line is in the news constantly because he just stirs things up. Like it's not even necessarily that he wants to, but like they, like just people love to talk about Patrick Line. He gives so much to talk about, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean this. This is a kid who did his his pre draft interview like on an iPad, laying in his bed, like laying upside down or something. And when they asked him, is you know if they thought he was going to go first overall, he he basically said, "Well, I'm a I I think I'm a better hockey player, so I should." Yeah. Like like that's <laughs> who Patrick Lyon is. Yeah. And you know maybe you like that about. You know, some people like that in players, some people don't. But regardless, he's, I'll tell you, he's hes an interesting guy. And um, yeah, this is going to be a big year for him. It's going to be fun to watch and see what happens. Yeah. It, and like Line is going to be in the media. So I just wonder if Kyle Connor hits it. But like the Canadian division to me is going to have so much attention on it. Uh, Winnipeg is going to play you know, Edmonton a lot, Toronto a lot, Montreal a lot, all those people in Quebec, all those people in Quebec that see Winnipeg twice a year, they're seeing them more this year. So that's, that's That's a big deal. It's in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. I hadn't even really thought of that to be honest, but um, you know, at the same time, I think Kyle's going to have to do the work for himself and and put up the points. But he, he, if, if you watch a hockey game, you can't not notice Kyle Connor. The the kid's unbelievable, and you know I, I think a really good good buy at twenty bucks. That's for darn sure. Yeah, yeah, and I've I've got a couple of him for sure. Um, and and actually that leads kind of to my second pick. Where and this actually is interesting because we talked about the Canadian division with Elon and our picks, and this is actually Elon's pick, not mine. So shout out to Elon. <laughs> um, but I recently got uh, a couple, actually, William Nylanders. Okay. And uh, yeah. they're going for, you know, not cheap, but a pretty reasonable price for a Toronto Maple Leafs guy that is going to play on a line with, you know, pick your poison. It could be Matthews or Tavares or you know, Joe Thornton or Marner, like whoever. (laughs) And he's kind of like Connor. He's a goal scorer. Uh, And the reason I like him is it's kind of a buy low point. Like Leafs fans are a little annoyed with him for like last year's contract stuff. He didn't really do what he should do. I remember going to watch him. uh, There was a preseason game. I went to see them at the Marley Stadium, actually. They played Montreal. And he scored four goals. And it was like, this guy's nuts. Like, his shot is ridiculous. So, 
I like I just think he's gonna at some point put up like 35 goals and I think that could be this year and in Toronto if you do that it you're you're it's nuts yeah he'll he'll be an interesting one I, I remember through that contract stuff that was 18 19 right he played 54 games and he had 27 points that that year only had seven goals right that was two um, years ago yeah my bad yeah yeah, last year he had 31 in the 68 games, you know, so he's he's finding a groove, 24 years old. Um, he's he, he's just sort of a guy who I find funny. He looks, uh, he, he reminds me a little bit of like Kessel, where he sort of looks like he's eaten a couple too many cheeseburgers, but he's so natural and he's so skilled yeah. and he just sort of gets the job done you know right and like nobody's arguing with Kessel's success and you know like they're both excellent shooters like I he's just got that talent that I like on that team if he's not skyrocketing in points like I don't know what's happening yeah no for sure and I would imagine I haven't looked at William Nylanders but I would imagine he's he's around what this maybe the $80 range uh, I, I think it must be less than that because I got a PSA or sorry a BGS ten canvas young guns. Uh, I think it was two hundred bucks, and so like, and that's like another thing that I've been looking at actually is BGS ten. For some reason, there seems to be deals out there. I don't know. Maybe people aren't searching it as much on eBay. Um, they're not as like into that for some reason. Maybe it seems like more expensive than the BGS nine point five. And the other thing I've been personally looking at is the canvas, um, right. where like they're more rare, uh, and the prices are they tend to be similar, but I find more like let's call them super deals in the canvas territory yeah. where they'll be like much less than what they've been selling for, and I just think there's like right. maybe a little less attention, so you can find like more people not not getting those deals. Yeah, for sure. I was just pulling up his his price, but I mean, just judging by the buy it nows um, that, you know, you can usually take off 10, 15% or something. And then, you know, it puts you at around the $50 mark, $50 mark or so somewhere, somewhere in that range for the raw, um, for the raw yeah. young guns, right? No, correct. Yeah. For the raw young guns. Yeah. 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 And, at, and at that price point, like, Toronto player that is going to be putting up a lot of goals like that seems pretty decent yeah absolutely no um it's it's funny you know just people people sort of tend to lean in different directions and I mean I'm clearly familiar with William Nylander but not not a guy I've looked at a heck of a lot from a buying perspective and maybe it is just because he's sort of he he's pushed you know below Marner like yep. people are going to be looking at Marner Tavares um you know he, he's a little bit more veteran if you collect him you're going to buy him but I don't think people are going to be loading up on Tavares young guns and as you you mentioned the other show being in an Islanders jersey isn't isn't exactly good either yeah um but William Nylander yeah okay I dig it and that, and that was Elans that was his original pick I said Matthews which I still think you know not a bad idea. Yeah. It's kind of like similar to the McDavid land. Uh, yeah. But I just think maybe Nylander's got more room to grow like this season. Right. Right. Yeah. I From $50, um, if I, I'm going to get more acclimated with the price, with the prices after this, 
but yeah, at fifty dollars, that seems like I could. Uh, yeah, I'd grab a couple of those. All right, for sure. He's he's got everything going for him for sure. Well, I've got yeah, one convert. All right, let's let's bring out yeah. the the big guns. What's your number one selection for improvement price wise this season? This season, okay, so. I hope this isn't your number one. I don't, it could I, don't be. I mean, I feel, like, I feel like, you know, who I would pick, but I mean, I'm going with Svech. So, you know, you have Svechnikov who is again, highly skilled player running the team, getting all the attention in Carolina. What does attention mean in Carolina? Probably not a heck of a lot. Um, but in the card market, he's getting a ton of attention. Same thing. If when you watch Raz's or you watch uh, eBay listings, like, like they're going quick. Your buy it nows are getting bought up. So he had 24 goals last year in 68 games, 20 the year before in 82 games, uh, 37 points in 61, um, respectively. And he's 20. He's 20 years old. I thought he was 21. He's, he's 20 so years old. His birthday is in March, um, but super skilled. And, and one of the things you'll notice too, I, I I watch all the the videos on these guys. Number one, because I think it's it's pretty fun, you know, and, and it's good to, to get a perspective of other players that you don't get to see too often. But one thing that really stood out about Svechnikov is he, he has a pretty good shot. It's a little bit deceptive, um, but he gets to the net. He This guy scores from everywhere. Like, like, he scores in the tight places. He's gritty. He's not sniping like Ovechkin from the side or Line A um, and everything from the outside. He gets to the dirty areas. And that's really good for sustainability and goal scoring. And, you know, sustainability and goal scoring means more points. More points for a guy who already has the amount of attention that he has um, means a higher card value. So at about, what did I have that at here? Let me look, $80. So you're looking at about $80 for a fetch. There is no reason as a 20-year-old kid, this, this guy shouldn't be around the Pedersen who's going 150, 175, the, the, again, the prices are all over from 150 up to 250 for crying out loud. <laughs> um, but at 80 bucks, at 80 bucks, it's only gone up from about 60 where it settled in for, for a while at 80 bucks. I, I, I've loaded up on them and I'll continue to buy Svechnikov's if, if at, at this price point. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, Sveshnikov is such a talent. I, I, I said it before on a previous episode, but like just him having a goal like somewhat named after him, like it's the Michigan officially, but like he's the first guy to do it in the NHL, and people are going to call it the, the Sveshnikov. So as you say, he's getting to the dirty areas. He's scoring from behind the net by picking the puck yeah, up and right. putting it in the net. Like it's nuts. Um, yeah. So there's there's kind of that like built in fame, right? And like fame, hype, whatever you want to call it, is what drives these cards up. And like just imagine he does that again, or you know he does that in a playoff game. Like it'll be nuts. Uh, and I think that division is is interesting. The one thing I'd say is like that's a really hard division this year. So like maybe that hinders a little bit of his chances, but. On the same kind of topic, everyone's going to be watching that division. There's Boston in that division, Pittsburgh, Philly. Like, there's hardcore hockey fans that are going to see Svechnikov just, like, light up their team. So <laughs> that's that's the flip side to that. Um, 
and Carolina's built well. So, I, like, I think they'll have some success. They'll be in the playoffs again, and uh, you're going to see more magic. Yeah. Uh, again, he's going to have to do it for himself. He's going to have to keep um, progressing and, you know, hasn't hit a point per game. He was 61 and 68 last year. He's got to get there, but he's clearly capable. Like I said, I thought he was 21. He's only 20, so he gets he gets a free year here as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, well, and actually, I'm glad you brought that up because him not being a point per game just really highlights that, like, there's no comparison between, like, how many points a player gets to what their card is worth. Like, there's a loose comparison. Like, we're not buying any guys that are getting 10 points, but, you know, like, he's under point per game. There's guys over point per game, like Rantanen's, that are cheaper. And it's it that's yeah. that's like it's not a one to one ratio. No, no, maybe you would be able to quantify that if you factored age. Since Ratnan is, um, I don't know, he's got to be about twenty four now. Yep, twenty four or twenty five. Um, so you know, there, I'm sure there's a way to quantify that. But no, absolutely, it's it, it is about the attention and you know, under a point per game isn't super exciting, but you know, you watch Andre Sveshnikov and he is exciting yeah. and he's, get, he's getting the market attention and it's not going away. So as long as he performs, um, the card gets attention. That means people are going to buy. That means the price is going up. Yep. And, uh, you've heard me talk about this player that's at number one, but my reason for putting him at number one is people will be talking about him all year. And I feel a little guilty even talking about him because I hate this team <laughs> as a fan, as a fan, as an investor. I put that aside. We'll do it. But uh, do you have a Crosby rookie there? No, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking. We're talking about Matthew Kachuk. Oh, OK, OK. The Young Guns canvas that I got recently is just a beautiful card. Um, yeah. And his his cards are actually still relatively affordable. You gotta you gotta hold that card up more. Like I, I actually um, I put an offer in for one today. One after we had chatted on the chat was going on in Discord. Yeah, I went and had a quick search, and one was newly listed. So I mm. do have a, I do have a pending offer for one, which I don't believe no it hasn't been answered yet yeah but uh yeah I, that card is just beautiful it's wonderful he's got lights behind him that like are yellow it just like highlights the old school calgary jersey that he's in he's got it's hard to see on camera but he's got his mouth guard like half in his mouth he just yeah. he's just like it's the swagger that he brings He's going to get into all these games with Edmonton and, like, fight Cassian. He's going to score goals. Like, he scored between the legs. Like, he's doing everything to get attention. Uh, He's got brothers in the league. His dad was a legend. Like, there's no reason that this guy will not be in the news every single week. Yeah, that's... uh, I'm just looking right here. I thought... Oh, no, I got his brother right here. I thought... That was part of my mail day. It was a Matthew, but it was a Brady. No, he he's certainly got the pedigree, and he's in the right place. And he's he's another guy. Yeah, exactly. Super fun to watch. brings brings all those those fun things. Now, I, I wish he was mic'd up. I'd like to hear what what he has to say on the ice. Oh gosh, um, yeah. I don't know if they could but, put that on TV. <laughs> well, no, that, that's not making TV. But yeah, no, that's 
that's a great pick and and an even better hockey card like you can't lose on that hockey card just because it it is like a piece of art as far as i'm concerned and i'm not you don't get me wrong i'm not a matthew kachuk fan right um yeah no or a calgary fan no that's a pure card buy a hundred percent like you know the oilers are gonna play calgary and i will i hate him like as an oilers fan but right. when we're talking hockey cards, like he's got a beautiful hockey card. It's at a good value. It's only going up. Like, you know, it, you got to kind of separate that a little bit. And like, you know, if you're a Montreal fan, buy some Toronto cards. Or, you know, if you're a Pittsburgh fan, like get into the Philly card. Like the Philly players, I, again, another team that like I have Philly for the cup this year. Like look at almost anyone on their team. They're good buys. So yeah. like you kind of got to set a little bit of your fandom aside if you're going to, if you're going to look at this from like a business type of perspective. Yeah, exactly. You, you certainly, yeah, it's, it's gotta be put aside. You, you have to look for the attention and not let your, you know, ego and all the other stuff that makes you make poor decisions. Uh, don't let that get in the way, you know, I'm, I'm not a Montreal fan. I'm not a Nick Suzuki fan, right. but <laughs> you know what? like if it's, if you feel it's a buy, then, then it's a buy and people can make the, their decisions. Um, but absolutely. You got to put that aside. All right. Well, we've got some sweet picks here. Is there any other kind of thing? Like we're heading into the season. Like what like tips would you give out or like what pitfalls would you warn people not to get into as like everyone's getting hyped about hockey. The hockey card market has taken a big, big, like, it's blowing up as hockey's getting hot again. Yeah. I, well, I know you actually have a couple, so why don't, why don't you start and, and I'll add in because uh, yeah. you made a, you made a really nice list. Yeah. So I've already talked about the Canadian teams. Like that's my opinion. I think the Canadian teams are going to get more hype. Um, buy what you know. That's another one. So if you're an Oilers fan and you see Calgary, you see Edmonton, you see more West Coast. Maybe you have an advantage over someone in the East Coast that doesn't watch them as much. Um, the biggest thing, like, for me, and I made this mistake when I first joined, is not buying a card when it's at the peak of its hype. So uh, I've kind of talked about Carter Hart in the past, but I bought Carter Hart when he was in the playoffs. His cards were up probably 50% at least, maybe 100%. And I bought those cards then, and yeah. I don't regret it. I love Carter Hart. I think he's going to be, like, insane. So take that with a grain of salt. But I could have got them for 100 bucks cheaper if I waited for the playoffs to end. Um, right. Now, you know, if they won the Cup, great. That would have been awesome. But, um, you know, right now as the season starts, there's all these rookies, there's all these players getting opportunities, there's all these guys that have a lot of hype, and, you know, the fans are going nuts, like, they like people love the rookies, and maybe those guys are getting six, seven game looks, and they're going to be sent back down, so, yeah, I guess my advice yeah. is, like, don't just buy the guys that everyone's talking about, maybe wait a bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean again the hype the attention you you want that but right now there is maximum attention so if if you're looking to buy you you might want to consider a strategy where you hold off for a little bit um so 
yeah, the prices are just skyrocketing. And now, you know, it's like buying a stock high. Like that's, that's not what you want to do. You want to buy a stock low and you want to sell it high. Well, stocks are very high right now. And I guess the argument and, and the debate would be, are they going higher? Um, I don't know. It feels to me like it, it feels to me like this will continue for some short period of time. Short period meaning, I think perhaps once we get three weeks into the season, a month yeah. into the season, and everyone and hockey is old again, you know, you you'll see some of that attention disappear, which could like bring the prices down a little bit. Um, but right now, again. I'm looking at possibly selling a couple of cards. I got to pull the trigger and decide what I want to do. But I think this is a, uh, a selling opportunity. So, so be careful if you're going out and buying, you know, the, the big cards or, or any cards for that matter, just really watch. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, to my point about the Canadian division, maybe I can build on your idea where I think maybe the hype, stays at a certain level in Canada because all the Canadian teams are playing against each other. And maybe it takes like a much bigger dip in America where there's other sports. Hockey isn't necessarily their jam and the hype will kind of like go even further down. You know, you don't have the Toronto teams or the, the McDavid's visiting the States this year. So maybe there's actually like an even bigger decline on the American side. And so maybe you can get, I don't know, maybe Colorado players are an exception because they're going to be really good. But, you know, maybe you can get a, a Barkov at a deal because, you know, people aren't really paying as much attention. Yeah. And we'll see what happens with basketball um, and what goes on there. Maybe if, if something happens there and, and they get shut down, you know, you hear these different rumblings. I don't follow it that close. So if I'm completely off base, I apologize. Um, but you know me, if maybe if basketball were to shut down or something, all that attention would go to hockey at this point, because, um, well, I guess there's still football going on, right? Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. Uh, so there, yeah. Yeah. But no, um, yeah, and like, I don't want to bring COVID into the mix, but it, the the numbers say that it's worse in the U.S. right now. So I wonder if there's anything related to that. I know in the fantasy hockey world, there's people that are kind of betting more on players in Canada because things are a little tighter up here, and maybe that is less volatile. Um, so maybe there's an angle there that you could find in the hockey card world. Um, but again, like whatever you're paying attention to, I'm not trying to like say, don't look at the American teams or own, like whatever. Um, it does still have to be like what, you know, uh, and that's how you're going to make the best decisions. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. Put some time in, figure it out before you make, you know, you make any decision. Don't do what I did and go and, and go and hop on there and be buying these like, black diamond base cards for $14 and it's a real, they're really cool cards. I don't regret having bought them, but I didn't know anything. So just sort of you try and gain some of that focus before you're, you're making these decisions. Um, yeah. 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 The, the, the other one I put, I mean, I, I, it took me a little bit of time too to get back to it. I went to it, then I got away from it. Then I came back to it as buying rookies so right. I, I've gone back to sticking with rookie cards. Um, even in, in Com C, maybe we'll talk more about that when I come back on to talk about Com C. 
Um, but even in other sports, you know, basketball and football that I dabbled in over there, um, the, the rookies get the attention and same, you know, hockey, I think even more so than that. So, you know, your young guns is, is the place to be for the most part, future watch autos. Um, and if you're into patches and all that and different than that, you do you, man. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely looking at the future watches and the, the young guns myself. Yeah, those are my favorite. I like personally, I actually like the Future Watch autos a lot more. It just typically yeah. uh, is a higher price point that you have to get in on, guys. So for the more gamble yeah. gambly players, I'm I'm leaning Young Guns. But I'm starting to look right. more and more at the Future Watches just because I love that they're autographed, they're serial numbered. Um, I'm personally not like super stoked on jersey patches, but they're damn cool. And like people that you show them to are pretty psyched about them if they're not necessarily like in the hockey card world yet they're like oh man like the player wore the jersey that's in that card so there's definitely something there uh right and yeah like i i'm starting to expand a little bit of my horizons as far as like what the rookie cards are and if that's like what you're focused on and you know that really well i am positive there is a big opportunity uh, to invest in other types of cards because people are not as focused on them. And so, you know, you might not have the same uh, volume, so it'll be a bit harder to judge, but I, I know there's good value there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with all of it. Um, I, I use Future Watch Autos more in a situation where I don't want to go out and buy 15 young guns. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll, if I, if I find a player who, you know, I want to invest in, or I think has some, some real upside, instead of going and buying 10 young guns, I'll be like, okay, well, I'll just spend this and get, you know, maybe two future watch autos instead. If the plan is to ultimately, ultimately move it. Um, but in general, outside of that, I, I agree that I think that they're just, uh, they're just nicer looking cards. They're so clean. Uh, they're simple. They're serial numbered hopefully the player like kale mccarr's autograph is incredible um most of them are pretty um pretty questionable sure um i i might rather have my you know my child's autograph than some of those (laughs) well beautiful cards yeah i mean to be fair they have to sign 999 of them so they're they're sometimes doing it a little quicker um Right. And, you know, like we're seeing in the chat, like some people, it's not some people's style. Like I'm a minimalist. It sounds like you kind of like that style too. Other people are leaning more towards maybe the OPG Platinums where they're like super flashy. And so, yeah, like stick to what you like. If you like something you think is really cool, there's other people out there that think it's really cool. Yeah, that, that's funny you say that because... I, I do like the future watches, certainly more than the young guns. Um, I don't think the young guns are particularly sexy. Right. Um, they're hockey cards, ultimately. But I think the future watch are just really well-designed, clean. Yeah. But I am, I guess you don't remember that. I've bought, and the only boxes I bought recently are OPG Platinum, because I am a fan of, like, Panini Prism, and, and the silver, and the shiny, and, like, and these things. I, I do really like that. They're enjoyable to open. Um, but, uh, you know, at the same time, yeah, I, I love the future watch. It's the in-between, I guess, that I have a, that I'm not a big fan of. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Do you have anything yeah. else that you want to like instill upon, 
our, our listeners before the season kicks off or like it's kicking off right now? No, I mean, yeah, Toronto just scored. Oh. Um, I don't know what the score is. It's 4-4 four, four now. Wow. Um, but no, like, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see some comments and I wonder what other people are doing. And, you know, th- that's what you want to do is, is look at what other people are doing. Hopefully, um, hopefully we add some value and, and I can get value from their comments. And, you know, we can grow together and whatever, just, just learn and, you know, do what, do what makes you happy, do what you do and have fun with it. I mean, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, as you're mentioning, join us in our discord, you can find the link in the show notes. You can connect with near mint hockey. It's at near mint hockey on whatever social platform. Uh, obviously you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, tune in on youtube we you know where to find us at this point you're smart the servers the servers <laughs> um, <laughs> growing there's new people coming every day and it's awesome there's good there's good card talk and uh yeah come join have fun yeah there's been some excellent chats really smart people it like it's not just uh my opinion you're getting like a great opinion you can get like reviews on if you have a card that you want to get graded we'll take a look at it you know, like we're just all helping each other out. Uh, everyone's learning, and that's it's amazing. And uh, yeah, I mean, Aaron here or Lap Lapper Thirty, as I like to call him, PP three R three zero. Yeah, has been uh, kind of here from the start and adding lots of value. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for coming on the show, and I'll, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, well, okay, before we go, because we didn't do this at the start, but I, I do want to go through this really quick. Oh, yeah, okay? let's do this. Mail so, so I I had, I had a mail day. Maybe I'll put I'll put that down. But So I had a mail day, and I'll, I'll go through them really quickly, and then maybe, I mean, we can talk as we go. But I got two of these guys. So I got two Duncan Keith, oh, um, cool. two Duncan Keith Young Guns. I haven't looked at these closely. I literally pulled them out of the mail, out of the, the packages, and, and then brought them down. But this card right here, so I paid their 30 bucks, 30 bucks flat shipped and PSA tens are going for close to 300. So you're getting almost 10 X return on these. So that's why I'm buying up Duncan Keith's and you know, the young guys who we talked about who are getting all the attention, you're seeing the prices go up when you have guys like Duncan Keith and Shea Weber and Philip Forsberg, whoever you take, you name the veteran. They're staying the same for the most part. Yep. Um, but but it's the PSA 10 I'm after for this at getting about 9 to 10x on the, on the PSA 10. Yeah, I like that a lot. And he's got a bunch of cups. He's a legend at this point, you know. Yeah. Canadian I, I, player. I, like, what, like, it's, hard to, it's hard to argue with Duncan Keith. I, like, I would worry if you held on to that for the next, like, five years. But I know that's not your game plan anyway. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing is, is I, I want to buy players that are, are reasonably desirable because my plan, my plan isn't to keep any, maybe if they come back to tens, I'll be like, ah, maybe I should just hold one, but that's not the game plan right now. And I know that there are two Duncan Keith fans out there. If these are PSA tens and I don't, I'm not concerned at all about, you know, moving those cards if, if they're tens and that's where they'll go is to some lovely new home yeah. who will have a beautiful PSA 10. So the next one I got, like I, I said, it wasn't a Matthew. It was a, 
Oh, it was a Brady Kachuk. Lovely. We got a we got a Verana. Yeah. So I'm digging Verana. Lots of opportunity this year. Yep. I completely agree. Think? Yeah, we've talked about him. I think he could skyrocket yep. this year. Uh, that team needs another catalyst. Yeah, yeah, and Verana could be the guy. I mean, younger than I feel like Verana has been around for so long, and I don't know his exact age, but he hasn't been around that long. No, well, I guess I could look at the card. It's uh. What is this like an 18? So regardless, he's he's young. So we got a Verana there. Um, I know Sebi. I know a lot of people around actually are are digging Sebastian Ajo. Um, so this oh by the way, this is all like a lot that I bought too. Okay, I bought nice. these all up one guy. Um, this is a yeah, this is a little bit maybe a PC card, a Roman Yossi. Oh, that's nice though. Um, so yeah, really good shape. So Yossi can't go wrong if it's a ten; it'll move. Um, that one's for Elon. Yeah, this there is the Elon go. card. Happy birthday, buddy, yeah. Kevin Fiala. Yeah. There you go. There's a Fiala. I ha- again, I haven't looked at it yet, but hopefully this is a PSA ten, and then may- maybe I'll, since it's Elon's birthday, I'll give him ten dollars off or something, and I'll sell him the PSA ten <laughs> when it comes back in a year. That's fair. And then. What do we have here? Oh, Colorado. So we got the uh, Brandon Sod. Yeah. That was very inexpensive. Oh, and, and here's oh, the one. Here you go. My baby. That's yours. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, uh, I heard you were getting this, and I was, I've was i been looking for Nugent Hopkins. He's he's a hot yeah. ticket right now. He's another guy that, like, I just think he's going to take off this year. Um, I mean, he's always been great, but... Uh, Everyone in Edmonton loves Nugent Hopkins. And if he actually gets to play all year with McDavid, and obviously he's always on the power play because he's sick, like, he's going to be nuts. Yeah, so this one's yours. This is the one that you purchased. Beautiful. Um, and I have one for myself on the way as well. So I, I will I will have one coming too. And then the last thing, actually the guy was really nice and threw this in oh. because I sent, him, I sent him, it's a merits photos. Just, uh, I don't know if that's, it's an SP. I don't think it's a future. Well, it says authentic on it. Yeah. Um, not sure if it's a future watch of some sort, it just says SP authentic anyways. That's but cool. he gave that to me for free. Cause I sent him an extra $5 by accident. Huh. Um, and the other one that wasn't part of the lot, Ooh. that's for the PC as well. I told you about that one, but yeah. I got the Eberle in the mail, so we got a PSA 10 Eberle that I'll be putting up in a different card. I think it's sort of cool, and it, yeah, it looks good. That's beautiful. I have that jersey, the Eberle Oilers. I love, love, love Eberle. I always will. So, yeah, yeah. I got one too just because I'm a fanboy. Yeah, no, I've since since the goal, you know, not not the Sid goal, but the other yeah. the goal, you know, like I've been a fan of Everly as well, and I hope I hope he has a great year too. I'll be paying attention to him, uh, not for that card so much because I'm just going to keep that, but I I just hope he does well, and and I hope he can pot some. Yeah, me too. All right, well, yeah, you've offered some awesome tips. Where can people find you on the internet if they want more of your awesome insights? My awesome insights. Let me let me look at. Uh, so the you can find me on Instagram, uh, Lapper Flips, L A P P three R three zero underscore flips. 
Um, I post some pictures there and they're sort of cool. I try and make the pictures look cool. So hopefully you enjoy them. Just different stuff. Um, I've posted, I've posted some cards that I flipped to with what I bought them for and, and what I sold them for. So, um, and then I'm trying to do this year. I want to do more. I started doing the YouTube and again, this is fun. I'm not uh, moving in a YouTube star direction or anything, but I do enjoy making the content and I do want to bring value. I just released a video on how I look at cards for uh, PSA grading nice. to pre-grade. So check, yeah, so check out that video and uh, I'll be releasing more content. And that's, I believe it's, I, yeah, it's Lapper Flips as well. So L-A-P-P-3-R-3-0. Check me out there and yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, and we'll throw those in the show notes and it's been awesome sure. having you on. And uh, we're going to have you Thanks again. For we're going to have you again for a Com C episode in a couple weeks. Yeah, then then I'll get the boot and, and I'll... I'll go to pasture. <laughs> no, I think uh, you're going to bring value <laughs> for a long time. No, yeah. So, I mean, like, to give people a little bit of a preview, uh, you've been more into the ComC world, which is basically a consignment store where you can send your cards and list them. It's kind of like eBay, but it's kind of not. Anyways, we'll dig right. into that and yep, uh, lots of sure. tips and tricks coming. That's going to be a great episode. But, yeah, it's been great. No, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Happy to come back anytime. I hope everyone out there is well, safe. Um, hope your family's doing well. Stay safe, you know, take care of each other and, you know, have fun, man. It's just hockey cards at the end of the day. Just have fun. Yeah, I totally agree. And uh, I hope your NHL team wins. I hope the guys that you bought their cards of score. And yeah. uh, until next episode, go get them young guns. Yeah. <laughs>